Welcome to the Limitless Level Podcast. My name is Brendan Kearney, and each week I'll bring to you insights, tips, and strategies on developing your mindset, fitness performance, and your well-being. It is my mission to empower others to step into their potential and own their lives. I believe self-awareness is the key to self-mastery. And when you master yourself, you can master any area of your life. Well, welcome back. Today is Wednesday, and I have my first guest of the new year. Actually, it's my second official guest, and I'm really excited for this one. Uh, This is my friend, Dane Perrin. Uh, Dane and I live in the same uh, local area, and uh, we met through Facebook, actually, originally, and so we we became friends and and, uh, kept in touch. Now, Dane is a father of two, and he's married, and he has a background in gardening and fencing and decking. Uh, He is... Uh, very passionate about um, organic, growing health, healthy whole food, and being a vegan, which he's going to talk more about his journey through that. Uh, Dane is also getting into his um, his YouTube endeavors and sharing his content with healthy vegan recipes, and so he is going to share a little bit more about that as well. So, uh, Dane, welcome to the show. Awesome. Thanks a lot, Brendan, for having me. Happy to be here. All right, Dane. So we're just going to fire off some fun little questions to get the ball rolling and uh, just so people can get to know you off the top here. So uh, first off, what are you grateful for in your life right now? Um. I would probably say that uh, I'm grateful for my family and how supportive they are to me. Uh, My wife, Carrie, uh, who makes this vegan journey with our kids just uh, really easy and easier every day. So what inspires you uh, right now? Um, There's a few YouTubers that I follow online. Um, I don't know if you want me to mention them or not, to give them a shout out or not, but uh, Derek Simnet, uh, he has a channel called Simnet Nutrition. Uh, He was one of the first ones that got got me started on the vegan journey, and um, his content is just crazy inspiring. Every day he uh, is doing something that you thought, you know, wouldn't be possible as a vegan or uh, like he's always pushing the boundaries uh, when it comes to physical activity, calisthenics and just uh, overall good quality health. Um, Brian Turner is another one that I follow as well. Uh, Again, just pushing the boundaries when it comes to fitness levels and strength levels as a vegan. Awesome. So Dane, what are three um, fun facts, maybe a quirk or a superpower or something uh, others might not know about you? Uh, I like to consider myself a pretty good cook, uh, more of a chef, I would say. I like to create recipes. Um, I guess everybody already kind of knows that about me, but um, I'm a huge video game nerd. I love to play video games. Uh, I try not to as much these days. Health requires a lot of attention, but uh, so do the kids as well. But 
Um, another thing, uh, I don't know. I like to pull jokes on people. I like to be a bit uh, comedic here and there and uh, do stuff like that. <laughs> I guess that would be about it. <laughs> well, perhaps I can expect a prank here any moment on me. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> All right, so Dane, uh, we're just going to dive into um, your your background a little bit, your journey, and where, you, how you grew up, and transitioning into your um, vegan journey, and just how that has really impacted you. So, if if you would just kind of take us through uh, where you came from, because I know you're you're kind of the opposite of being vegan prior to this. So, uh, just talk about what really influenced you to go in this direction, and how has it changed your life so far? Uh, well, okay. Well, a little bit of my background is uh, I always thought I uh, I knew what I was talking about, or at least you know I knew something about health. And uh, turns out I didn't. The more I stumbled across documentaries on Netflix, the more I watched stuff on YouTube and, you know, the more I just put myself out there to find information, the more I started to come to the realization that what I was putting into my body, what I was eating was just not the right stuff. I very commonly, almost daily would have uh, just pains in my body and, and somewhere way or another. Um, and like, that's pretty crazy to be in your like late twenties, early thirties and having, you know, joint pain and, you know, to, chest pains or uh, headaches constantly or anything like that, right? Like that seems to be a little bit crazy. So that really was kind of the first indication of I got to take health into my own hands, you know. And uh, I started to, like I said, watch those documentaries and things just started to slowly have a domino effect on me. Everything I thought I knew about health was slowly crumbling and I was building a, a totally new foundation on what health meant and just basically what our bodies needed to, to thrive. So that, that was basically what kind of gave me the push. And once I kind of got into the vegan thing, it was it was tough at first because you have to kind of retrain your body, retrain your mindset even on what your body requires to eat. It was uh, very difficult at first. I was almost convinced I was not eating things to give me energy. And it was, uh, I, was, I wasn't properly putting in uh, vitamins and minerals in the proper quantities, you know, like any new vegan does. I've seen the memes out there, the funny memes. When you first go vegan, it's uh, a banana between two pieces of white bread with some ketchup on it or something, you know. <laughs> it, so it, it wasn't that bad, but it was, uh, it was similar to that, you know. It was just a, a bowl of lentils with some stir-fried vegetables or something, you know. It was nothing, nothing better than that. And uh, the more I learned and the more I started to feel better and the more my body adapted, taste buds changed. And I, the more confident I began in uh, or I, I got with the material I was reading. So I was starting to feel better overall. And I always like to lead by example. I, all this uh, good feeling was going somewhere. I was radiating positivity everywhere I went. Uh, my wife very quickly got on board with it. And uh, once we got a, a good grip, on understanding nutrition and our requirements, we started to turn our, our, our kids vegan slowly over time. So the transition for them uh, was definitely a little bit more abrupt than it was for us, but we're definitely happy to be where we're at now, especially coming from such a heavy meat eating background. Yeah, Dane, that is very inspiring. And just knowing you, you are just, you are full of, of good energy and 
so that that is awesome and you actually jumped into this it's not like something you dipped your toe in and you know maybe experimented with you just like dove all in and made the shift like virtually overnight didn't you yeah it was uh kind of a shock even to myself i i remember the words coming out of my mouth like i would i would never be vegan vegans are stupid you know i, I don't know how anyone could do that like how, how do you live without protein and meat and then i watched what the health on netflix which um completely shook my beliefs in uh, the food system and what I thought I knew about food and what we needed to live, you know? And then, uh, yeah, sure enough, I, you get on YouTube, you start typing some things in and you start seeing these guys that are just killing it, you know, shredded dudes, just hammering pull-ups out and doing muscle-ups and just lifting massive amounts of weights. And it's like, okay, so it, it became very clear to me within a day or so after watching you, all those clips on YouTube, like, okay, so there's definitely some something behind this, right? Like this isn't just a big sham, you know, veganism has been getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Otherwise a little guy like me where we live would never have heard about it, right? You know, a thing in the past, like, or back in the past, if someone said vegan in our area, you'd they'd look at them like they were an alien or something, right? And now it's just like, you go to our local grocery store, the racks are full of vegan food and it's all there. so. The, the switch wasn't that hard, even though it was overnight, just because it was so enticing to begin with. Like it, the options were there, the help was there, the information was there. It was just a matter of changing the mindset. And uh, I think that documentary I watched on Netflix literally did that in the hour and 15 or hour and 20 minutes. Like it was, it was very well done. Yeah, well, there's a lot of documentaries and actually a lot of research and like Dane here sharing his experience that is very convincing so and dane you mentioned you know seeing people on youtube with with their fitness and doing calisthenics and doing very technical hard things that really prove their amazing level of strength now was this also a part of your um direction into fitness into calisthenics or was that already something that you were into prior to the switch to veganism and if you would just like what are the changes you noticed in your fitness journey from from um from this shift well the fitness journey itself honestly didn't even really start until i was about a year uh, well, even about seven months or so into being vegan, I started to shed a lot of uh, excess body weight, a lot of fat, and uh, I started to reveal what I had under there for muscle, which obviously, well, it was not a lot, right? It was a little bit embarrassing at that time. So I thought, like, I know I don't want to be this guy walking around that weighs 120 pounds soaking wet, supporting veganism and everyone being like, well, look at you. You know, how could, how could I go vegan when you're walking around like that? So the fitness aspect kind of just fell into place after that. It was almost seemed like it wasn't even my choice. Like the body starts to just do well. You're up earlier. You have way more energy. You just you feel like you're wasting yourself just sitting there doing nothing if you're you're doing that right. So the activity levels were through the roof. It had to go somewhere and look into yourself in the mirror. You know, he figured grab some weights, start pulling some weights, and 
you know, I started uh, noticing how much stronger I was getting like, quickly. And uh, I lifted weights in high school when I was a heavy meat eater and uh, lots of whey proteins, shakes and stuff like that. And I thought I knew what I was doing, putting muscle on. When all realness of it, I was probably just throwing on more layers of fat on top of what I had under there. Um, but it's, yeah, like I said, like the, the fitness just kind of goes hand in hand with being vegan because of uh, your energy levels and just uh, how active you feel like you need to be. It's, uh, it's just a good feeling all the time. I do agree. I do agree quite a bit there, Dane, to be honest. And, you know, I'm not 100% on board with being vegan. I, you know, I myself, I, I wouldn't say I'm a vegetarian. I'm more of a flexitarian myself. But I, I, I recognize the, the benefits, for sure, of incorporating more plants into your diet and having less meat consumption. And it just really debunks the myth of you need to eat a whole bunch of chicken and steak and you know a whole ton of eggs to be strong to be big you know what i mean because it's traditionally where the muscle building uh, world comes from and it just goes to show nowadays in age like you can go on youtube and there's just tons of these uh vegan fitness advocates just demonstrating their sheer strength talking about how well the recovery rates are and really how it actually just supports your overall health is what really interested me personally and so that's that when i learned about that how the how, how it improves your health and your energy levels and your ability to recover like that was so important to me so the evidence is there and I know we know a lot of people that are vegan in our lives and, and, you know, they can share how it's really benefited them. And, you know, people have different reasons for being this, but, um, so Dane, if, uh, if you could, uh, just talk about, um, we'll just share maybe a couple of common myths if you will or misconceptions uh we typically get when um when being vegan so uh the first one is protein a lot of people say how do you or ask how do you get your protein or are you getting enough protein or assume you're not getting enough protein so just touch on that for a second yeah protein 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 that's always the question I, I find that, uh, well, it's not just what I find, it's uh, studies have shown as well, like if you just, if you eat enough calories throughout the day, you're getting enough protein, period. So basically, the only time that you need to worry about your protein intake or how much you need to have on a daily basis is if you're a professional athlete, you know, like a bodybuilder or, uh, yeah, they're, you know, you're a hockey player or a, an NFL player or whatever the case may be, like at that point, protein will become an issue or something that you want to monitor, right? But uh if you are, like I said, if you're eating enough calories, you're getting enough protein. There's never a, a worry about protein deficiency. I've read a study, something about uh, the, the amount of protein deficiency deaths there are in the world is just like non-existent to uh, what people think is uh, vegans are going through right now. So uh, another one too is uh, all plants have all nine essential amino acids in them, just in varying proportions. So it's uh, when people say, oh, well, that doesn't have a complete protein for a profile or this or that, it's like, Half of them don't even know what they're saying at that point when they say stuff like that. Like, 
if you enter in a, a cup of broccoli or a cup of cauliflower or any any vegetable or anything, put it into a chronometer or a nutrition tracking app, and you can go down to the protein where it breaks down all the amino acids, and you can see the varying proportions of every single one of them are in there in some bay, right? So, um, and uh, protein is like crazy when you're a vegan. I find my protein intake has almost doubled since being vegan, just because uh, beans and lentils, uh, chickpeas, all of them are so high and they're, they're not coming with any packed cholesterol or any of that fat that's bad for like any of that stuff, right? So it's just way more readily available for your gut to digest and get through. And I don't know, it just, it's such a higher quality form of protein in the way to eat like this, you know? Yeah, it totally makes sense, right? So it's not as much about quantity, but quality. And when you have more plants in your diet, you're getting more um, available sources that the body can use and uh, ingest. So it's it's my belief or understanding that when when you are fully vegan, that your body does not require as much protein uh and that's even to say for the very um athletic physically active person uh would you agree with that uh yeah like you the protein requirements for just a normal person like uh walking around or a sedentary lifestyle someone that works at a desk or sits around a lot like your protein requirements are not going to be high. Like I said, like it's going to come down to your calorie re requirement. How many calories do you burn in a day? And what kind of quality of calories are you putting into your body as well? Like if you, anyone can go out and eat 2000 calories worth of Oreos and it's not going to do the same as it's going to be, you know, broken up with uh, lots of legumes and vegetables and whatever else. Like there's a lot of bad ways to be vegan as well as there are good ways. So I just, that's a really important point to make here as well. Like, you can like everything has protein in it, like I said, but like you don't want your protein coming from Oreos versus, you know, plants and legumes and stuff like that. Like that. So that's a one point for sure. That I think needs to be made. <laughs> True Dane. I just think, imagine how many Oreos you would have to eat to get your protein requirements. Yeah. You don't want to do no, that. No, no. That's like trying to get, or you, you know, your calorie requirement. Right? Yeah. That would be like <laughs> trying to get all the antioxidant, oxidant benefits of red wine yeah you'd have to you'd have to drink like eight glasses <laughs> you know what i mean in one shot maybe more i don't know so what one thing that i i see the benefits to being vegan is if you love carbs you can have more carbs because a lot of vegan a lot of these are whole foods we're talking about. These are, you know, fruits, bananas. If you just start like with simple stuff like that, these are foods we enjoy most for the most part anyways. And then, you know, you want to get into cooking like chickpeas, legumes. Uh, you know, you have all these carbohydrates and you are actually benefiting from them uh, with with that extra carbohydrate, right? Because I know the big trend is keep your carbs low these days. So just touch on that a little bit more on just kind of the benefits, if you will, and the flexibility there actually is when you really dive into the world of being vegan. Because I know a lot of people think, wow, that you're giving up a lot of 
uh, food options here, but are are you really? Yeah, that's that's a good question there. Um, well, I'll just touch on the uh, the giving up food options first. Like everyone has seen it, you know, there's uh, Beyond Meat burgers and there's all this crazy stuff that's coming out now, all these mock meats and everything. So it's like you're not really giving up anything when you're going vegan. It's like I've actually probably doubled the amount of uh, foods that I eat now versus the one I was before. Like I never even knew what lentils were before I went vegan or anything like that. I never ate chickpeas. I'd have the odd dish of hummus or something, but I never went out and bought chickpeas or, or ate chickpeas. Um, half the vegetables I eat now, I never touched before going vegan. And it's just a, such a more diverse way of eating. It's almost like you're, you're definitely gaining more than you're losing. And at the same time too, it's, uh, it's not that I, I can't have it is I won't have it. Like it's become more of a moral thing for me now, like, and an ethical thing. Like when I first went vegan, it was all for health, hundred percent for the health. And, uh, it, there was no really love or passionate, any feelings there towards animals or anything like that. It was after you've been vegan for a while, it just starts to become, I don't know, something in your brain changes, you know, it just becomes more ethical and more logical and compassionate and just moral, morally right to, to make that decision when you're in the grocery store to, to buy the vegan option right beside the one that's uh, full of murder and slaughter and everything else, right? Like that's, for there, it's an easy connection for me to make when it comes to like giving up foods and bringing on new foods. Um, the other part of your question, the first part, I can't remember what you asked there. The first part of your question. Oh, it was the availability of carbohydrates. Everyone uh, is being afraid of carbs these days. Oh yes, it was, yeah, it was the carb, it was the carbohydrates. So yeah, touch on that. Yeah, so the carb thing, it's uh, I, people these days are terrified of carbohydrates. They think carbs make you fat, carbs make you big. Um, oh, fruit sugars are dangerous, you know, because it's sugar. It's when it couldn't be any further from the truth. Like fruit sugars are not the same as refined sugars. Fruit sugars have all of the enzymes it needs in the fruit as a whole food to break down properly and have your body use everything it needs versus if you take a, a sugar like corn syrup, for instance, that's been removed of all the nutritional value and fiber of the actual corn itself. And you're literally taking the sugar. That's the bad stuff. Like that's the bad sugars, the bad carbohydrates, the, the refined stuff. When it comes to whole foods and fruit sugars and eating things at their rawest, most purest state, it does. there's never a question of uh, any carbs making you fat or anything. Like I'm 150 pounds soaking wet and I've been eating nothing but carbs for three years. So you hear that for all you who are worried about carbs, carb out. I mean, it's, you have that flexibility, the options there. And for me personally, I could give up meat before I give up carbs. They'll always be a part of my diet. So, but yeah, that's very, um, that's very good to know. I'm learning from you here. I'm sure a lot of people are. Uh, so, Dane, I want you to maybe just touch quickly on, you talk about all this ready available, like uh, vegan burgers and meat and all these options. I see these, you know, we see them now in the health food aisles, these vegan alternative burgers and all these things. Um uh, how much are these though are actually healthy for you? Because I know some of them, I, I noticed they load maybe a lot of sodium into them, you know, make them taste really good. 
you know, especially from people who, who love sausages and stuff like that, you know, you, they still get that kind of saltiness to it. But like, where do you draw the line when you make these products? And, and um, what would you advise people should look out for in that regard? Well, I'm going to start again by saying, I, again, it comes down to me personally as the moral and the ethical choice. Uh, it's just at what point do you like the, the health difference between, you know, a real meat burger compared to uh, a beyond meat burger um, is that definitely the sodium content is crazy in the beyond meat. Like they, they just it's rate full. But it's uh, when it comes down to the saturated fats, the cholesterol and everything, like, there's no cholesterol in the Beyond Meat Burger at all. There's almost actually I think there's more protein in the Beyond Meat Burgers now. Um, it's, it, to me, it's morally and eth ethical choices, right? Like it's I can't sit there and take something when I know what it's doing with the repercussions it has after I've bought it. Uh, just having it being one item sold means one more animal's life is going to be killed or in demand or bred into, and, you know, um, but it, when it comes down to the health point of it, like there's so many studies out there now that are comparing beyond meat to burgers, beyond meat to steak, beyond meat to whatever else. And the results, you probably surprise you, uh, when it comes to the health and nutrition aspects of both of them. And I know impossible, uh, burger as well. They are coming out with a new healthier form of their burger as well too. So like it's, they're definitely in the game when it comes to trying to stay nutritious and keep you making the ethically and morally. Uh, right decision right so hey i i do agree i mean yes like a lot of that stuff might not be the greatest thing it, it would always be better to go like strictly a whole food and then make them uh from scratch yourself right add in your own herbs and spices you know it's sure that's a better option but it's nice to have that sense of convenience and like i say like we're, we're not all we're not per we're not all perfect here i know some people probably are but you know for 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 convenience sake you know it's it's just like you know treat yourself a little bit here and there it's like having a pizza once in a while and i know there's many you know you can get vegan pizzas and recipes out there galore right so it's it's good it's good to it's good to know that there is such a variety and flexibility out there and and you know, the more you get into plant-based direction, the more you do see how much that you know the door really just opens up to a lot of. There's another point. options. There's another fun. point that could be made there too. Uh, well, another point with the Beyond Meat, like that stuff. If you're already thinking about being healthy and you have all of that in mind, I don't think the Beyond Meat is the section you're going to when you go to a grocery store. Anyways, I think those products. Well, I know those products are more just to start to make the transition easier for people that are having difficulties with it, like having difficulties letting go of their burgers, you know, and letting go of their uh, stuff like that. Like these are easy transition tools, basically. These aren't meant to be eat this and you're going to get healthy, you know, have a healthy heart and healthy this. Like these are literally products to help you see the ways that we've been living, you know, and the damage we're doing to our planet and stuff like that. These products are just being made to help you make that connection and maybe, you know, pick a, a bit of a better alternative every once in a while, you know, and it's the taste is so close now. Like, right. Yeah, that's, I think that's what those products are more geared towards. I just wanted to make that point. So that way, like it's just because it's vegan, it's not healthy, you know, like, you know, that makes a lot of sense, Dane. I like the way you put that because it's like uh, a nicotine patch or a vaporizer, right? It's something to transition you out of smoking 
And yeah. so, so in a similar sense, if you're trying to remove meat from your diet, but you still love that, that saltiness and, and what have you that, you know, you, you have that for you to kind of ease your way through it. But yeah, you don't want to have every single of your, you know, vegan meals be, uh, uh beyond meat burger or what have you. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's nice to know that those options are there for sure. So an, another one is supplements. Now I know there's likely deficiencies that occur when someone goes vegan because this is something that um, it, it can be hard to get right and getting you know the essential amino acids and all this you know all this stuff it can be kind of tricky. Um, so um, just uh, some supplements if you would. Uh, recommend someone who is really looking to get you know everything in their in their in their um their vegan diet that they need well when it comes to supplementation i think everybody knows the big one right vitamin b12 uh vitamin b12 actually isn't even uh something that you can really get in a lot of foods nowadays because we've depleted it out of our soils of the our earth just by mass growing and mass uh, spraying chemicals and stuff like that onto our crops. Um, and a lot of the times too, I, I read a study that showed meat eaters were actually more deficient in vitamin B12 than vegans were. Only being the case was the vegan supplement with B12. So that right there is a bit of a scary number when it comes down to everybody on the planet should be supplementing with B12 just because of that fact alone. Like there is not any B12 left in the soil. Like uh, in the old times, we used to get it from uh, dirty vegetables and, you know, like all the water and stuff like that. But um, meat eaters get their vitamin B12 from their meat only because those animals are actually given B12 supplements. And that's how the animals have B12 in their meat. So it's like I, I'm just skipping the middleman by taking my tablet. And uh, you know what I mean? And another big one with vegans is um, vitamin D, which, again, I think everyone should be supplementing with vitamin D regardless anyways. Um, there's so many studies out there that tell you about the dangers of low levels of vitamin D and what they can do to depression, healthy thyroid, everything like it is, it is very, very powerful. Um, everybody, uh, the other one too, that I take is, um, turmeric. It's not really a supplement, but it's definitely uh, one of the most powerful anti-inflammatories there is available. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, I have a protein shake maybe after a workout for a quicker recovery, and um, yeah, a lot. Some people say to supplement with iron, but uh, if you're eating a healthy and balanced enough diet, you don't need to. Lots of leafy greens. Always try to have a handful with every single meal if you can. Yeah, that's good news. Uh, I know vitamin D is important for everybody. I I believe that's a a supplementation requirement for sure, and especially if you live in the northern hemisphere. And a couple more that do come to mind, actually, when talking about supplements. Um, what about creatine? Because it's shown that creatine is mainly found in meat. So um, what's your take on that? And, um, and omega-3 as well. 
Uh, well, omega three, I would uh, recommend supplementing with. If again, if you if you don't have a nutrition background or have done your research and stuff like that, and you just want to try and make sure you're getting in enough of everything, I would recommend a supplementation with um, omega three, as long as it came from uh, an algae based source and not a fish source, um, like I have as well. Like I have the algae based source, and I I may might put a teaspoon or so into a smoothie here and there, but uh, I don't really supplement with it because of uh, the amount of flaxseed I eat chia seed, uh, hemp seeds and avocados. Like, uh, my fat was pretty high last couple of months. So I've been slowing it down a bit, but, um, yeah, that there. And the other one that you asked was, uh, creatine. Um, the cre well, I know our bodies make creatine on their own already, just not like in varying amounts. Right. Um, I supplemented a few times with creatine. Vegans actually respond. So do vegetarians very well to creatine because we don't eat it. So, um, studies have actually shown to the, uh, it's like two to 3% more effective in vegetarians and vegans uh, that take creatine. Um, I tried it a little bit. I cramped up a couple times on it and I don't think I was really used to the amount of, uh, like a heavy dose like that. Um, but I, I did get really quick results from it. I noticed like very fast, uh, like I got my size increased like crazy and uh my recovery was just insane i found my running was uh the biggest change was the running i could go in and run for probably 10 to 15 minutes longer while i was supplementing with creatine wow yeah it was strong. that's actually exciting to hear is it not i get thinking imagine all the other things that you could put in your body supplement wise that you would actually get more benefit out if you if you if you at least reduced your meat and even um dairy consumption for that matter you would feel the difference and i notice one other thing too is how more meat on a consistent basis kind of makes you lethargic slows you down and so talk a little bit about why that is and and why being more plant-based gives you more energy uh, well, I think uh, the big one is the calorie intake from uh, plants and uh, all the fruits and vegetables and stuff like that. It's so much quicker and easier for your body to digest things that are already in such a pure whole food state like that. And it's just the nutrients and micronutrients are so much easier for your body to break down than just eating a, a massive piece of macro, you know, like it's uh, it's slow going. And uh, there's almost the fiber is almost non-existent as well. So like there's not things helping push things through and keeping the nutrition flowing through the body. I always like to say that if you're eating a lot and you're still feeling really energetic, which is really good, that means that's good. Your nutrition's getting flowing through. There's lots of blood flow, lots of stuff moving through. If uh, I found when I was eating meat and uh, a lot of meat back then, like I was tired all the time. I was uh, I'd get up in the morning. I was tired. I'd have to have a coffee just to get moving. And now it's uh, you wake up, you're good to go. Like you're you want you you aim for a water if you can, and then uh, out the door you go. Like the energy is always there. Yeah, that totally makes sense, Dane, and I can agree because like when you experience the difference of more meat and no meat, you just notice for yourself like how good your body is actually meant to feel. And I know a lot of us around this time of year we get attached to our comfort foods, right? So I think more people like to eat more meat and more, you know, more stuff like that, that really just kind of makes, really makes you sluggish. And, you know, me uh, coming from a, we, like I ate turkey, you know, for, for Christmas, like most people do, 
had a lot of turkey I had left over for, you know, days and days and days. So being on a turkey binge, you get sick of it after a while. So it's good when you feel like that. It just drives me personally to just kind of lay it low there on it and just kind of get more um, back into the swing of things. So that's that's the one thing is like you're you have this more energy because you're not getting drained out by so much of the meat consumption is from what I understand. And one thing I've learned too is what about your your sleep quota? This is interesting. I think from what I've understood is that when you remove meat from your diet and maybe have it maybe sparingly, you know, very low meat consumption, you notice your sleep quota actually decreases. Your body's recovering, it's repairing and requires less sleep. Is that, uh, do you agree with that, Dane? Oh yeah, I 100% agree with that. Like it was almost a week into being vegan, and I I was noticing the amount of energy that was just bouncing me out of bed in the morning. Like it was crazy. And even for someone like me, I used to sleep uh, like in the winter time. I'm home all day, looking after our kids, and my wife works, and then I work in the summertime. So in the winter time, normally I would sleep until my wife left in the morning and she would wake me, literally come in and wake me up because I would be so tired. I would sleep till the minute she left. And when I switched to the vegan lifestyle, it was crazy. I was up at five in the morning, like two to three hours ahead of my normal time. And I didn't know what to do with myself. And that's what started the whole fitness journey with myself. I started to invest that three or two hours every morning into myself by I grabbed a set of Liebert bars. Um, I grabbed a couple of dumbbells I had in the barn and I just started pushing my body every day a little bit more and more. And yeah, it just, the energy was through the roof. It was, I couldn't believe how much time I was spending away from my bed and laying around and, you know, I was always up and being active and searching for something to do. Yes. That's a good testament right there to, you know, how good we are actually meant to feel. Now, Dane, if you could just kind of share with us a little bit about what you're currently doing now with your YouTube channel and you're sharing uh, healthy vegan recipes on there. Just kind of talk a little bit about that. Yeah, so uh, I, I already had this channel going for um, you know a couple of years prior and uh, with no direction. I was just kind of a place to throw something funny or maybe I'd catch a fight in the city or something just to throw on YouTube to maybe get a viral video or I don't know. <clears throat> Everybody always has the dream of going viral on somebody else's, uh, you know, but, uh, and then once I went vegan, I kind of had a direction and uh, started coming up with some cool recipes and uh, it turns out I'm pretty darn good cook. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's nice to have an outlet and somewhere I can go to teach people that it's really not that difficult to uh, make some really hearty, comforting meals at home and uh, show them that uh, you're not going to die if you don't have a steak for dinner that night or, you know, whatever the case may be. But uh, yeah, if you want to check it out, my uh, YouTube channel is Getting There Vegan. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward in the future to having lots of uh, recipes on there, a whole catalog, I hope. Well, you know what, Dane? That sounds enticing. I look forward to trying uh, some of your vegan recipes and having dinner with you uh, in the future, hopefully. But, um, yeah, so what is your message, if you would, for those um, maybe looking to make the shift into being vegan? 
And just what what is your message, if you will, for why someone should go vegan as well? Um, well, I think uh, why they should go vegan. Um, I would watch a couple of documentaries on Netflix. That would definitely uh, explain why a lot better than I ever could. Um, and, and everybody, like I said, goes vegan for their own reasons. Like there's, you can go vegan for your health. You can go vegan for just the sake of ha sticking around a little longer for your family, right? If a lot of people want to see their kids grow up. And uh, if that's the side effect of going vegan, that should be something that you should really consider for sure. Um, a bit of a message to people that are looking to go vegan. I would, my first and foremost is don't listen to anybody. Just do your thing, do your research and come to your own conclusions. Uh, don't let anybody sway you. Don't let anybody get you down. Don't let anybody tease you about it. Just live your best life and do your, make your, just stand behind your choices that you're going to make. And if you constantly radiate positivity and you, again, you stand behind your decisions People will see that and they will come flocking to what you're doing and want to learn about it and want to be a part of it. So just lead by example, I think, would be the, the biggest key there. And, and like I said, do your own research and make your own decisions. Wow. Dane, Dane, I loved how you put that there. Like, that is definitely awesome. And you're just, you're very uh, down to earth and very real. And like you said, you're very humble in this regards because you say, just go watch some documentaries and it's true. You know, you watch those, the more convincing they, they are. And if you really want to steer away from meat and, and be more considerate of, you know, the animals, uh, just watch some meat documentaries because some of them out there are quite nasty and they'll turn your stomach. So <laughs> just a, just an idea I had, cause you know, honestly, I've watched a couple of both the, you know, vegan video like game changer that was a good one for me because they're talking about you know athletes and fitness people so but yeah yeah both ends of the spectrum that um i know are pretty convincing so yeah just get educated make your own decisions and you know stand your own guard and and just be you and and you know respect others for their, their decisions and just be pro you you know just stand for that and you'll inspire others. So I, I, I totally agree, Dane. So uh, last, uh, just last thing, you mentioned your two YouTube channel. I know you're on social media, like Facebook, just um, uh, what are other ways people could find you if they want to contact, you know, reach out to you? Yeah, well, another uh, good way people can uh, check out my content or see some of my recipes is on Instagram. Uh, my Instagram is getting underscore there underscore vegan and uh yeah I, I just put a lot of uh cool vegan recipes on there a lot of easy stuff too kid-friendly recipes so uh anybody in your household can tackle this like it's not a, a difficult thing to do and the content is everywhere nowadays so if you ever have any trouble just attach yourself to someone that's doing well and learn from them and try to you know like and just stand behind your decisions like i said before um yeah awesome perfect well, Dane, it was awesome having you on this show and just sharing your experience, your knowledge, and um, I'm sure the audience got a lot out of this uh, as well. So I look forward to having Dane on this show again because I'm sure we will come back to this and take this into a, a 
take this deeper for sure. So uh, that is it for today's show, everybody. And uh, we'll see you on the next episode.